how they do that. We always have to awkwardly do an intro every time. Yes. Oh, I mean, I like our awkward intros. I know. It would be fun to have something a bit more professional sometimes. Yeah. Well, we could. um, We can have a think about what that might sound like and (laughs) what what we should intro with. Yeah. Um, But Jackie. Yes. I am dying to know. Oh, yeah. What's been growing on in your garden? Oh, well, you know, the most interesting thing that has happened, this is a real downer. Um, I just realised how boring this is going to be. The most interesting <laughs> thing that has happened in my yard in the past week or so is that I accidentally harvested two pumpkins. So, Okay. I mean, that's a great accident. <laughs> How did you, did you accidentally harvest them in the pruning process? Yeah, so I was like, that's it. These pumpkin vines are just not so, and I'm sick of it. I need to cut back. Like, they're not even – they're fruiting a fair bit, but there's a lot of wasted real estate there. So I'm going to get in. We're going to rip some of them out that don't have any fruit on them. We're going to cut them right back. It's going to be good, and I'm, like, going to be so careful not to cut any of the established pumpkins off mm-hmm. in the process. So, anyway – 45 minutes later, I've got so much space opened up in my yard now. It's great. I think I did a little um, recording because I was that excited and I put it up as a reel on our Instagram. I saw it. I loved it. Yeah, I was chuffed. But then I realized that I had actually cut the vines to two of the larger pumpkins. And one of them was like the prized pumpkin of the season. Not that the season is over, but I just had already decided that this was going to be as good as it's going to get. It's the the big orange pumpkin, I forget, the breed, the breed, the variety of pumpkin that it is. One of them was my prized pumpkin for the season. Mm. Um, Not that the season is over yet, but I just decided a few weeks ago that this one was actually as good as it was going to get and the rest of them should probably just stop trying. So I accidentally cut that one off before it was ready. I mean, it's going to be fine. It's been there for a very long time. The skin is nice and thick and the vine was not looking too good anyway. So it probably was just a few weeks shy of, you know, being properly ready. But I evicted it from its, you know, warm and cozy spot on its little vine and now it's sitting in my hallway as a decoration until I'm ready to eat it. Look, it does match the colours of your house beautifully. I know. I'm like, oh, peach looks good. If um, if our... everyone hasn't seen the your instagram post yet i feel like it has very beautiful muted tones that could quite Mm. easily go in an artsy real estate ad yeah i was like we could sell our house with this photo if we wanted to front page (laughs) yeah so that was um the low light of my week but the highlight is that there's less pumpkin vines so that's that's kind of good i can plant some other things in there um but so the ducks are going really well as well yeah they they are happy they're eating their food regularly. They're hopping out of their pond like 5% of the day. 95% of the time is them just in their pond splashing around. And they're less afraid of us than they were I'm loving when the we first closer. arrived. Yeah, so getting cute. closer, getting closer. So yesterday I managed to um, like take the hose out of the pond while it was once it had finished filling up while they were swimming in there and they didn't jump out and run away terrified, which is generally what happens when I do that. So progress. Oh, they're learning that you are friend, not foe. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's very encouraging. And Felix is um, getting in on the action too. So he was helping me this morning, emptying out 
the duck food of from their tray and then putting it back in over and over again and they didn't seem to mind him being quite close to them either Aww. so yeah it's nice oh and they've put themselves to bed without fail the last five nights in a row like they literally will walk into their own cupboard and sit in there and wait <laughs> until I come out and shut the door for them so oh that's so lovely also that reminds me I mm. thought about writing a a nursery rhyme or poem about your ducks and the cupboard oh yeah and um I what I wanted to do was like an appropriation of old mother Hubbard with the uh-huh. went to the cupboard to give her dog uh-huh. a bone and yeah. I actually read that nursery rhyme in full it's it's like quite the tale all these things happen and it's it's quite abstract at one point the dog has a pipe and is like doing business or something it's it's yeah. I'd encourage you to have a read. I had no idea. No, so wow. I haven't given up on the um the duck poem, but <laughs> after reading that, I was like, well, nothing I'll, I can do is that good. So I need. To- it doesn't have to be that elaborate. I mean, but <laughs> I'm I'm hesitant to try and um write a poem as well because you're just so good at it. And I feel like I'll just leave it to you. I mean, <laughs> thanks, but I don't think that that's um, a fair assessment of my poetry ability. But maybe maybe I'll have a go as well. It will be bad, but it'll be fun. Yeah. So, you know, give me give me another week. I might come up with something. All right. We'll see. I will as well. <laughs> um, and we'll we could share them. Yeah. You know, and it's actually interesting. So I was just thinking with the with the ducks. So the first week they were here, um, the ducks pond water wasn't that dirty. Um, at the end of the day and I was surprised because everyone had told me that ducks are filthy and smelly and you know they just make their ponds really yucky and that it'd be a lot of cleanup and I was like these people are lying to me this is fine this pond water is not that dirty it's all right and I'd I'd go and clean it out you know once a day and it wouldn't be too pongy it'd be fine but now they seem to have got the idea that Uh. they can in fact poo in the pond and they do it all day long, and it is rank. <laughs> it's filthy. But I think that's a yeah. good sign. It probably means that they're eating more. And they're comfortable in their little home. More. But, they're, yeah, they're happy. It is so smelly. Um, at first I was emptying out the pond at the end of the day, and I literally would just, like, tip it out onto the veggie patch. But I've since realised that that would probably encourage a bit of fungal growth yeah. because it would be all wet overnight and then not evaporating so I do it first thing in the morning now before they get in um but I have noticed that their veggies where I tip it are sort of going a little bit gangbusters like they're definitely getting some That'd extra growth in from so all that is duck poop, duck poop a which sort is of exciting compost, like, also yeah like fertilizer that you can put straight on veggies well obviously it's working but it's diluted I guess yeah so from yeah yeah, it's diluted, and from what I read, you don't have to compost yeah. duck poop. Like chicken poop, you definitely do, um, but it doesn't really need that high temperature to make it safe to put in the garden, yeah. from what I've researched so far. So I'm sure there's some info to contradict that, but I'm happy with my decision to, you know, tip it straight on. And it doesn't seem to be having a negative impact on the plants. Like I think sometimes people say that the, the levels of ammonia in the poo would hinder the plants if you yeah. put it on fresh like with chicken poo and things like that um but that yeah, doesn't the different seem types to have been a thing so much so interesting like um because yeah chicken poo is really mm. hot compost and you um or is it it's, just, it's hot i don't know it's hot compost but it, it when we put it in the compost 
you open it up and it just reeks of ammonia. Like it's so intense. But then if we dilute it down with some yeah. like browns, like some, well, luckily our street is lined with beautiful oak trees. And so in autumn we have a seemingly yeah. endless supply of oak leaves and it's, mm. it like looks like it's going to be fantastic compost. But then I'm looking over now at the right at my beautiful little bunny who is uh, having a sleep in the sun after his difficult 20 minutes of being awake. His poo is fantastic, but even his wee, because he, um, he's litter trained and he just goes in the litter tray. And I have, it's like Ospet, mm. it's just like eucalyptus core litter. So it's, it's, you know, you can put it in the garden. And yeah. I think some people don't like to put it in the garden, but I've, I've read about it and I'm satisfied that it's fine. And but you can put his stuff straight on, like it doesn't burn anything, it doesn't need any time, and it's it's like gold as well. Little, that's how he pays his rent in poop. <laughs> I'm looking over him at the moment, yeah. and his the face is just smushed on the ground. He is so relaxed. <laughs> He's just living it up. It's it's a big like factor in deciding to get livestock. I reckon like um, poultry or bunnies or I love- whatever sort of critters you want to add to your yard the poop is like it does you know it's a it's expensive to buy fertilizer and it's a pain to have to drive somewhere and get it why not just have little poop machines living right around your veggies and then they can add to it as they absolutely go about their business i love the characterization of loki as livestock he um he definitely is in fact (laughs) i planted a few grasses that are good for grazing animals i'm like i have a grazing animal um but totally, and I think, you know, as Johnny said in his interview with us yesterday, that eggs are one of the things that's good about chickens, but the their poop is gold. Yeah, and same with Loki. He, you know, he brings a lot of cuteness to the party, but he turns weeds and scraps into fertilizer. And it's, I, you know, I never buy fertilizer. I just use poop. One thing, I don't know if you have heard this before, but yeah. I have been learning recently because I sort of thought mm-hmm. compost was all you need. I'm like, right, we're decomposing vegetable matter, maybe a little bit of poop, and this is all we mm-hmm. need for our plants. But then when I was reading a bit about um, fertilizers, it was saying that compost is a soil conditioner and so it helps your plants extract nutrients from the soil, but it's not in itself a fertilizer. Oh, right. Yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it, um, in a way? Fertilizers, you know, they need to have, well, it's usually, yeah, and it's usually um, potassium, nitrogen, and phosphorus, so like NPK, um, Mm -hmm. and that's more in, you know, it's, well, like, you know, fish decompose, like, um, you can get, like, dried fish pellets or seafood or, and and then manures as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seaweed. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting because it and it does totally make sense to me. I think I have a friend who will probably not listen to this podcast, so I can say, but she told me a few months ago that um, she'd subscribed to some like potion service where they send little vials of minerals to add to her veggie patch, and I was totally like skeptical of the whole thing. You sound like you have been sucked into some sort of Ponzi scheme. Like you do not need little potions of vials for your veggie patch, which you don't really like. You, there are natural ways of doing it. Um, she was like, "You're going to have your phosphorus and your and all these different minerals." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that makes sense." But you don't like. Why would you? Su- anyway, I was a bit dubious. 
but it's, it is probably a really good way to just know that you've got all that covered just to add it yeah. directly into the soil. Um, you know, you're getting the right amounts in and, you know, get well, a little kit to whatever measure makes you happy, what's going right? on like, in the soil. If, that you <laughs> I, know, I know, it's not for me. And, you know, honestly, whatever you floats your boat. You and I, I think, have a similar approach but, uh, to look more experimental and, like, um, general, mm. yeah, and, like the general vibe ready. of the thing. It's like, all right, some nutrients. But, yeah. um, I mean, I certainly know in certain communities, you know, where people grow things hydroponically with great um, interest in, in mm. yield of whatever, right, and tomatoes mm. or whatever it might be, um, yeah. that people are very intense about the amount of like phosphorus to give and and that you yeah. know you probably like if you're an orchid grower it, or if you're trying to get really perfect flowers mm-hmm. and things like that it probably is useful that if it's like when the plant starts to bud give it a dose of phosphorus because phosphorus is good for flowering and then when it's like if you want leaf development give it a bunch of nitrogen and I don't know what potassium does. I guess that's, in, that's important. Yeah. Uh, something I should learn about what the potassium Well, is. you know, potassium, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I it's like in bananas. I know that. Hay. Yeah, yeah. And On that table. I once, yeah, I had a fantastic um, joke that I enjoy where it's you write out um, phosphorus. Wait, what do you write out? Oh, God. I don't remember. But it. <laughs> This is awkward. You have to remember the joke now. Maybe no. tune in to the next episode, folks, so that we can reveal the punchline. I can't remember what what's up with F. Anyway, so another – oh, one thing I wanted to say about your ducks, and it's relevant to the poop, is I'm yeah. amazed how clean they are. They're, like, they're so white. I – yeah. I never thought ducks yeah. were quite so clean. I, neither did I, but they – like they're just like little people think they're garden statues. Like my neighbors look over at them and they're like, "They are alive." Like, yep. Like they don't look dead. They just look like statues. Yeah. Um, but they're so clean. Like I guess because yeah. they spend all day in the bath. Like they're just constantly in the bath. And if they do get dirty, they hop in the water and like they they seem to be able to spot the dirt on them because they, they're stark white, and yeah. they get all the dirt off that way. Um, they can they can see it and they just bury their little beaks into their feathers and get it all off. I Yeah, I too was very surprised The most that. surprising. Um, yeah. Well, the cleaner than me. The yeah. most surprising um, comparison I've heard of your ducks is from one of our um, devout listeners, M, thinks that her new baby looks mm. a bit like your ducks. Well, the ducks look a little bit like her, her little bubba. It's so Which cute. is pretty cute. Like, it's very flattering. Like, to have my ducks compared to someone's yes. new, newborn baby. It's, um, they have. I think, she yeah. must really like them, the ducks. Cause. Yeah, I mean, I really like the ducks and the baby, but I think it's like it's the chubby cheeks. Like it's got like they've got these like fluffy chubby cheeks that yeah. kind of make them look like a little baby. Yeah, and they have their proportions. Like mm. their eyes are quite big in uh, relation to their little heads. But I hope her baby doesn't have a beak. I, I mean, I've seen photos. About that. Definitely, just has a super cute little little nose. Not that big, like. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, I guess like ducks are often associated with like baby toys and children's toys and things as well. They obviously have that cute factor that we like with the yeah. big eyes and puffy mm-hmm. cheeks. Yeah, it's definitely an appeal. I think I was talking to Trav yesterday about our ducks, and I said because he was totally not on board with getting ducks for a long time. He was like, it's going to be so much work. And actually, when we got them, he was like, this is just a trial. Like, we're going to keep them for a month, and then 
if we're not coping, we're going to send them back, which is very likely, which is totally why he built uh-huh. the cupboard instead of a full <laughs> pen and run because he was like, I don't want to invest all this time into building a fully enclosed run and a duck house if we're just going to give them back mm. to Uncle Stephen. And even Uncle Stephen was like, you know, Travis, it's okay. If it doesn't work out, you can give them back to me. I'm not going to be upset about it, whatever. But I knew <laughs> the whole time that we were going to keep them. But I was actually going to fall in love with having ducks. <laughs> now he wants five. I asked him, <laughs> I asked him yesterday, I said, so how many ducks do you reckon we should get? Said, Why five? Five? I need five, definitely five. I don't know because <laughs> it's more than what we have now. <laughs> is five the magic number? This is not the word for it, but as a visual person, it makes most sense to describe it this way. Non-symmetrical numbers. No, oh, that's what it is. Non-even numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're called odd numbers. Odd. Jesus, that's <laughs> odd. Um, so this is baby brain, folks. Anyway. Non-symmetrical numbers. So, yeah, four is probably too symmetrical and five is a nicer sort of visual arrangement of what is, it is. critters. Yeah, so I reckon they five. Could, they could, yeah. Like flying V shape. I hope they don't form a flying V. We want them to stay in the yard. <laughs> mm, that's true. But apparently they do, like, walk in a V shape when you have – um, odd numbers of them. One walks in front and then they all sort of walk in a V because they can't really see directly in front of them. That's why they turn their heads to look at you, um, which is very funny. So they will act as like their own little vision squad so they can all see what's going on. I thought that was funny when I learned that. Um, and he's also keen to get chickens as well, actually, which I was, you know, surprised by. So we might have to hit you and Johnny up. I mean, we've got plenty of content from this podcast anyway, but we'll um, might need some advice from you guys on getting started once we're ready to do that. And we've got that beautiful episode we recorded yesterday about coop design that I've encouraged Travis to listen to as well to get set up for adding some chickens to the floor. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, well, that resource is available for you at any time. <laughs> it's on my desktop right now. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so any, I mean, we should probably wrap up given that we've been talking for a little while now. Um, but do you have any quick takes from your week in the yard? Um, it has just been tomato harvest time and mm-hmm. it's been amazing. Like I've never had so many tomatoes. I have my little harvest basket that you have a matching yes. one of. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like every day I walk up and fill it up again, mm. um, which is just wonderful. So today, Johnny and I are actually going to do some um, preserving. So we did some sun-dried – well, we didn't do some – we did some oven-dried tomatoes yesterday, mm-hmm. and then we're going to do some um, canning and make a chutney today. Beautiful. Oh, jealous. Yeah. Save a jar for me, love. Yeah, I will. Well, if you want any zucchini, we're like, I don't know. I've, it's, it, I thought last year we had a lot of zucchini, but it's just, I, I came out to start recording with you before and I looked and I'm trying to keep on top of it and harvest them while they're small. And there's mm-hmm. always one that's hidden and it, there's just a behemoth. monstrous. Yeah. So I'm going to do a big cook up of zucchini curry today as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I might take the three hour drive to come partake in that. I'll let you know. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. And there's a public holiday tomorrow. So if you pop in, I'll be home. Cool. Cool. Let's think about it. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, it's been lovely to talk to you. Yeah, you as well. And um, thanks for persisting through our technical difficulties. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I really hope we have the first half of the episode.
Yeah, me too. Otherwise, it's just going to be weird. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll chat soon. Bye. Yeah, bye.